don't want to scare anyone. But I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. And if you listen to the old timers in town, they'll tell you he's still out there. Some sort of demented creature. Surviving in the wilderness. Full grown by now. Legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night. And he took his revenge. A revenge that he'll continue to seek if anyone ever enters his wilderness again. And by now, I guess you all know, we're the first to return here. Five years, five long years, he's been dormant. And he's hungry. Jason's out there. Watching. Always on the prowl for me. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to First Friday, the podcast where we analyze all the Friday the 13th movies from one up until the reboot in 2009. Um, with me, as always, is Claire. How's it going, Claire? Hello. Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, here to talk about Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I think I've, this is well known about me on the internet, but this is my favorite Friday the 13th, so... Oh, uh, okay. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. This one's yeah. A, a lot of fun. Uh, it, and funny enough, it doesn't have a lot of nudity in it. Actually, it doesn't have any nudity in it. Um, so compared to part five, which is just nudity for nudity's sake, there's really no nudity in this. Um, and the violence, yeah, sure, there's some, but it it feels like it's not too excessive compared to some of the other movies. But uh, No, I feel like it definitely has one of the best the best plots that i've seen so far anyway yeah i like the it's idea that, yeah and you always wonder with these movies like what are the cops doing you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and this answers that pretty definitively like yeah the, the whole time the cops just don't believe tommy they think tommy's crazy why would we believe him uh and it makes it so that you know as things start happening the cops are almost like ignorantly like, no, nothing's happening. What are you talking about? When it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of evidence that points to the contrary, but. Um... I mean, it also is kind of realistic. Imagine you were a cop and this boy that you know is mentally ill kind of comes in. It's like Jason's back from the dead. I mean. That's how you react. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd react the same probably. But um, the, the plot summary of this is picks up. Uh, I assume shortly thereafter, uh, part five, although it's hard to tell since Tom Matthews, who plays Tommy in this, looks so different from John Shepard. Um, oh, yeah. But essentially it picks up with um, Tommy uh, going to visit Jason's grave along with his friend Horace, uh, who uh, was played by Ron Perillo, who was in... Um, a few sort of famous 70s sitcoms. So he was relatively well-known at the time. Um, And uh, they go to visit Jason's grave and dig him up, but uh, a lightning bolt comes from the sky and 
revitalizes Jason, which <laughs> I mean, you can pick that apart all you want, but I, I think it's fun. Like, you know, if you're going to bring Jason back at this point, might as well just get silly with it. It's a good way. Jason had to come back. I imagine there was a lot of uproar maybe from the fans after the last one. They wanted Jason back. And it's a good way to bring him back in. I agree. Um, it is also ridiculous at the same time. But, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, once Jason comes back, he kills um, Tommy's friend there and uh, sets off the whole series of events. And what I like about this is that Tommy knows that Jason is real, but nobody else believes him. Mm-hmm. So the whole time he's trying to convince people and they're like, what about Jason? Like, I I have a t-shirt with his name on it. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, just he he's here. Um, but yeah. Um, and yeah, eventually you get introduced to Megan and the camp counselors, which, by the way, they have kids in this, which is kind of interesting. Um, I know. I was very surprised when they were getting ready and they're like, oh, the kids are coming the next day. And, they actually and we actually up. got, yeah, we actually got to the next day. I mean, I felt bad for the kids when they were running around the campsite screaming, thinking they were going to die. But, but didn't think Jason would kill any of them. No, but I think what works in it too is like there's a little bit more at stake now because it's like, well, there's kids mm-hmm. here. So, yeah. you know, during the final battle of this movie, you're like, well, it's more than just you know, Tommy and Megan's life, but it's also these kids as well, which I think it makes it a little bit more exciting, even though, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you can say there's no way Jason's going to kill those kids, but do we know that? You know, uh, he we don't like, know that. He's looks like he's considering it when he goes to that one girl's bed. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, Tommy eventually starts to, um, you know, try to find more ways to basically, uh, take out Jason uh, along the way. The sheriff, Sheriff Garris, is trying to stop him, and uh, it, it quickly kind of becomes a you know pissing match between the two. Um, eventually, uh, Megan as well as um, Tommy they get together. They start to sort of work together, and I kind of like them as a pair. They they they, they mm. seem fun, you know, like they're. They're chiming together. They got some good amount of sass with each other. Uh, Megan's also just kind of one of the more fun final girls because she just, she's not the perfect girl. Like there's that girl that has the red hair who's also a counselor. And I think they almost paint her like she's the final girl. Mm-hmm. She looks more the final girl type. She looks a little more conservative. She looks like she has a good head on her shoulders. Not like Megan. But then Megan ends up being the final girl. And it's such an interesting subversion, for me at least. The idea of, well, we didn't know that she was actually going to be the final girl. But when she ends up being it, it's like, oh, okay. Definitely. They make a good pairing. I mean, she drives that car really well. Insane. For a teenager. Yeah. And she's very cool overall. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it there's some mm-hmm. kills and there's a paintball game that goes awry and yeah. a lot of random people in the woods hanging about yeah um so and eventually it sort of becomes real to everybody that jason is there 
Um, and I do like that Sheriff Garrus, who's been a denier this entire time, has to take on Jason and knows that look on his face of like, oh no, the, the guy was right. Like, Jason is definitely here. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, you know, and then you get kind of get into the final battle there where, uh, Tommy tries to drown Jason, I think, by putting the chain around his neck, but it doesn't seemingly work that well. Um, I mean, can zombies drown? I mean, is Jason dead or is Jason just kind of chilling at the bottom of the lake forever? I think he's just chilling. I don't think he can drown. But there's definitely, like, a part where, you know, they put Jason in the water at the end. And he's underwater and then his eyes still open. So I imagine he's Mm -hmm. he's fine underwater. What an awful existence just stuck to the bottom of a lake forever. Yeah, well, spoiler alert, but... The other movies don't let him stay there forever. He gets out. He get, you know, big spoiler, he gets out. Damn it. Um, yeah, so final battle, they put him in the lake. And all is well with the world, and yeah. Again, this is one of my favorites. Uh, the plot mm-hmm. is pretty simple, but it works pretty well for what they're trying to do. Um, also, too, it's just, it's just a fun movie. Like, mm-hmm. they... They knew that bringing back Jason, they also had to just make it fun. So this movie addresses a lot of the issues. So you get uh, a lot more of the entertainment value and a lot less of sort of the uh, sleazy aspects of it. Like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it works a lot better than part five, even though, I mean, part four through six are supposed to be a trilogy. Part five just always seems like the weird outlier there. So mm, definitely, I feel like part five shouldn't. As I was kind of saying, part five shouldn't have existed. I feel like it, they just should have gone four to six. Yeah, five shouldn't have been a thing. Um, but they they eventually get around to it. Yeah. You know. Um. So what worked for you in this movie? Uh, yeah, I think we kind of covered a lot of it. Definitely one of my favorites so far. It was. It had a great plot finally i really liked that we were back at camp that that was really cool we've been away from it for a few movies and yeah there was actual kids this time mm-hmm. a lot more realistic um i liked the police being involved the kind of tension with them thinking it was tommy just trying to wind people up and then thinking tommy was the murderer mm-hmm. i thought that kind of tension between them all was was good at adding another element tommy and megan teaming up was great that kind of scene where they were in the car and she she kind of like pushes him down to hide on her lap and you just get like a shot of her crotch oh, was yeah. strange <laughs> but uh, they were a good team <laughs> it's great too that it's uh tommy who's been forced to you know be on the receiving end of that because i I think that could have played a little differently, but again, it shows Megan. Megan knows what she wants and who she is. Megan's in charge, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just being a good way to kind of continue the storyline with Jason being struck by lightning. Was there kind of outrage after he wasn't in number five? Oh, yeah. Do you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. We need to get back. That's why, even in the title of this, Jason Lives, like, that's very mm. much like, you haven't seen a poster or trailer. You see it says Jason Lives, and you're like, yeah, I guess that means that uh, I got to go uh, hunt Jason now. 
Mm, see Jason again. Also, he's obviously a lot more terrifying because he's a zombie in this one. He's got the worms coming out of him. He's disgusting. Yeah, I do like yeah. his look in this, though. It's very... Yeah. It's frightening, actually. It's Oh, he's the scariest he's been yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah what worked for me... I mean, mm. this is a pretty funny movie. Um, not all the jokes land, but at least they're trying, and uh, I can appreciate that. Um, yeah, it, it's just generally a much more entertaining movie. This is not the mm -hmm. kind of movie you're going to go back to and say, well, this is the definitive Friday the 13th movie, but for me at least, it's the one that's most consistently entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of interesting characters too it's not just tommy but it's uh you know various characters like megan and whatever else so the characters here are pretty fleshed out uh and they have some interests that are beyond just getting laid which is something that happens in a lot of these movies so um yeah also the visuals too like the movie is just very well shot it's got a lot of mm. gorgeous visuals to it um, yeah they really amped it up after the last one yeah that's pretty much it what did you not mm -hmm. like about this movie i think maybe the main thing that didn't work for me was the kind of continuation of tommy from the last movie mm. was a bit off obviously it ended in, in part five where he maybe killed pam he definitely seemed evil and then in this one, we kind of jump to it and he's a good guy and yeah. he needs to make sure Jason's dead. And that's kind of all he's trying to do in life. And he's he's a great guy in this one. No evil at all. That kind of plot point. I get they, they probably wanted Tommy to be the hero, which is nice. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um, but that was just a weird jump. Also, yeah. like another confusing thing was the fact that they just changed the name of the lake and everybody just forgot what had happened like two years ago yeah you think that, that was weird like people were, would remember but yeah obviously what's it called now forest green forest, yeah forest green yeah forest green uh i feel like i mean if that happened in my town i would definitely remember yeah no um yeah that was just another confusing plot point. But um, overall, really great, really fun movie. There's lots of random people in the woods. Yeah. But I mean, Jason needs someone to kill. We need him to show off his strength. And they were some of the best kills, actually. Ballers in the woods. Or even the couple that was randomly getting engaged at night in the middle of the woods. In these very creepy woods. Like, yeah. Well, that could have been planned better. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't know why you chose that spot but um no yeah. kind of weird. what about you um some of the humor gets a little excessive at times mm -hmm. uh like sometimes i feel like it's just a little too jokey uh, also too i wish there was maybe a few more kills it seems a little light on kills but maybe that's just me mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah, they definitely focused kind of more on plot and the characters in this one, didn't they? Rather than just going for the kills. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Mm. That's what it feels like, at least. Um, okay. Um, mm. I 
think uh, it's favorite kill time. Do you have a favorite kill? Okay, there were a lot of good kills. Um, the ones with the paintballers in the woods were good. There was one where he kind of stabbed a guy and he kind of face planted into a tree and there's a smiley face on the tree and then he pulls away and it's covered in blood. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, even just at the very start, ripping Jason, not Jason's, Tommy's friend's heart out. Um, That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was Jason's first kill after he kind of resurrected and he really went for it, ripping someone's heart out. I yeah. liked that one. Probably those two are my favorite. Okay. I, yeah, what I like about you? The RV kill. That one's my favorite. Um, oh, when he smashes her head like through the wall. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. strange because there's two of them, but my favorite is when they crash the RV and Jason just pops out. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, Jason's okay. invincible at this point. I'm like, you know, I get her having to, uh, you know, recover from this, but, eh. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, the, the face going through the, the metal and then, mm. the, yeah, the RV flipping over and then Jason just pops right out. It's just, yeah, a little ridiculous yeah. that he would survive that, but I can, I can buy it. He survived so much already. Yeah, he's a zombie, so... He's a zombie. Um, favorite character in this? Ooh. Probably has to be Tommy. He's our hero. Again. Yeah, I think Tommy's my favorite in this. And I think this is probably yeah. the best performance of the time. Mm. Like, no offense to Corey Feldman, but he's kind of just a kid in that one. And part mm -hmm. five was... Um, yeah, just <laughs> not as good. But in part six, like, I don't know. I think it benefits because you know he's not crazy because at the beginning it shows him. Mm -hmm. But he does play it well where you think maybe, he, you know, I don't know. I don't think he's crazy. But, like, you sort of think maybe these other, these other characters, I can see why they would think he's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it does kind of seem like he's completely recovered since the last movie. He's clear-headed. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Maybe I mean, he has, a, he has a great idea by throwing Jason in the lake. Yeah, which works. Like, that's the it weird works. thing. Yeah. Uh, Megan's great, too, as well. Yeah, she really is. Megan's one of those characters that I think she's not your traditional final girl. Because the final girls typically tend to be a little bit more conservative. Megan's mm -hmm. not. Like, she goes for it. Um, mm -hmm. And yet she still gets what she wants. So, yeah. Well, maybe except her dad back. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I was like, I was wondering, like, oh, man, she's there, too. So she's going to find out that he's not. There. I know. Um, yeah, I think it's time to give this a score. What would you give this one a score of? Mm, I really enjoyed this one. I would probably score it maybe maybe an 8, 8.5 machetes. Okay. okay. I, mm -hmm. I give this a 10 out of 10. This is my favorite. 10! Yeah, I really like this one. This one's my favorite. Mm -hmm. This one's been my favorite so far, definitely. Um, I hope they continue. I hope they don't get worse. They probably will. Uh, yeah, probably will, yeah. Yeah. There are, you know what, some of them get interesting. And I think after this, they get a little more gimmicky. You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, sort of, you know, 
Jason and this and Jason and this rather than just Jason. This is sort of the mm-hmm. last movie where it's very simple and very just keeps to the original concept of Jason and a group of camp counselors. Like this is sort of the end of that in a way, unless you count the reboot, um, which is kind of a little bit closer to it, but they get, they start to get a little deviated deviation from that a little bit. Uh, okay. Jason goes to Manhattan. I know it was coming up. Yeah. That one, you know, you got us <laughs> Jason to the big city. Funny enough, that was actually filmed in Vancouver. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yep. Yeah, Thringernerds.com is where you can find, find me a lot of the times there and all the podcasts we do. And, uh, until next time where we're going to talk about, uh, part seven, the new blood. Bye for now. Mm.